Welcome everyone to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast, the podcast with four different flavors coming from four different gamers. I am your host, Patrick Smith, and I want to welcome my co-hosts, Nick Irwin, Shane Eisterhold, and Russell Rowe. Hey, Patrick, where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. You can also find us on Facebook at It Tastes Different. Uh, we're also on Instagram at It Tastes Different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter, where you can find us at It Tastes Diff. What's for dessert? We share the chocolate-covered bananas with sex and violence in video games. On this episode, we'll talk about the prevalence of both of those topics in video games, you know, and, and how they basically started creeping into the video game uh, market more and more. I would say violence is probably one of those things that has not. It's always been kind of in the video games, but probably the representation of it has just gotten a little bit more realistic and stuff like that. So uh, where do we want to start this topic off, guys? We want to start with sex prevalence in video games or violence. Um, let's let Russ start this one off. Russ, which, one, which of those topics do you want to tackle first? How did I know that uh, <laughs> my number would be called up on this one? I mean, first off, I've uh, been gaming for a long time. Um, I mean, 40 years-ish, you know, I think I got my first Atari at five, so somewhere around that, that many years. So I've seen the evolution and the, and the, everything that goes along with that, uh, the violence portion of it, um, the violence portion has never really been, uh, too extreme for me. I think that, I think that if we have the, the violence in a fantasy world and a, uh, if we take uh, most recently, we, we talk about Ghost a lot. Ghost uh, is sort of like the realism, but the also fantasy version of it as well. Uh, it takes the realism of a samurai culture with the fantasy version of of the ghost kind of within it and, and slicing off heads and stuff like that. I mean, those things happened in war. I mean, those things happen in real life. And, and, and um, you know, one of the things, one of the reasons why we have an ET, uh, ETSB is 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 uh is for these reasons. Um, I just think that uh, that the culture is kind of changing a little bit um, within that. And since I'm the one that has to pick a side first, we're going to go with violence first, and that's where I'll start. Um, the violence portion of it is getting more uh, in depth. It is getting more um, creative and um, visual. Uh, that's why we have those ratings of M for mature. Um, they don't necessarily bother me too much unless it gets to be kind of like some of the Mortal Kombat. I'm sure uh, there's a few people on this podcast that love Mortal Kombat and they love that. I'm not saying I dislike it. I just think that the over the top sometimes is a bit much because inevitably 11, 10 year old gets a hold of that game and plays that game and, and sees it. And even though we, we may not think it affects them, we really don't. I don't believe we really know what those things do. Um, but the violence for me personally as a gamer has never been that big of a deal. I've been able to handle it uh, pretty well. Uh, I do like a good, um, a good head chopping. I mean, I, that much, I will say um, it is. I mean, I think I've told you guys, I've told our audience, you know, when you first learn of ghost form, uh, the, the, the ghost form there in, in ghost of Tsushima, you basically slice off a, a, uh, lieutenant's head like right in front of his old whole army and it's it was one of the i mean i got chills down my back it was just amazing of course i love old samurai movies um matter of fact uh, i've got like three or four of them queued for uh this holiday season because 
by gosh, if it's the holidays, I'm going to watch a good samurai movie and Godfather. So um, that's pretty much it for me for right now. I think violence is getting a little rough. It's getting more uh, visual, uh, more visceral. Um, but I mean, I think that's why we have the ratings. So, you know, Shane, why don't you take it from here and, and, and have at it? Pac-Man was an abomination going around killing all those innocent little ghosts. Um, I'm violence wise, uh, violence has always been, I think an issue with, uh, games for a long time. And it's, I don't know how much worse it's got, but it's definitely, it, it's definitely what pushes a lot of games to, uh, the cells that they get, uh, mature games sell more. That's just, uh, that's just a fact. I mean, a mature game sells better because typically a mature games has a better story. Not always, you know, not just attributed to the violence, but uh, mature games have typically have a better story. Um, and that's fine. Uh, violence in a game, I'm, I'm accustomed with. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, no, ma- no matter how you look at it, violence has been around in, you know, pretty much uh, almost every game. Look at uh, missile command. You know you're shooting down missiles. If you miss, you know people die in the little bunkers. Pac-Man, you're eating ghosts. Technically they're dead, so but it's still violence. Uh, and then you keep working your way up. Mortal Kombat. I mean they had it. You know at uh, uh, a, a congressional meeting on that game uh, because of the violence. And has it gotten any uh, tamer? Oh heck no. Uh, now you can. Uh, pretty much see all the tendons <laughs> and everything when a head gets popped off. But it's also so overly dramatic and overly done that it, it's almost cartoonish. Uh, I don't see it as really violent. I see it as a freaking Saturday morning cartoon half the time. But that's what makes Mortal Kombat so fun. It is over the top. It's craziness. I don't think I don't uh, you know, I don't think violent video games affect children as much as people want to say. It all depends on the kid. I think uh, my my son plays Mortal Kombat. Uh, my daughters play Mortal Kombat. Uh, they've never murdered anybody, um, but they also they're also raised in a way to know that it's bullcrap. I mean, it's it's a fantasy world. Those types of games. They're not uh, they're not out craving violent games. I mean, they'll sit and play Minecraft forever and a day. Not a big deal. Um, but the violence and the overall, if it's not used in uh, a context that's really uh, befitting the story, the reasoning why you're being violent, then it's just dumb. And there's a lot of games that are just dumb. They're violent for violent sakes. Those are the games that typically become the problem. Uh, Manhunt, uh, if you all remember that, that was an extremely controversial game. And it was a pretty crappy game. It was violence for the sake of violence. Uh, It had some neat premises to it, but it was just violence for the sake of it. That's why the game pretty much, you know, sucked butt. Um, I don't really concern myself about it too much. I think... uh, the sex and objectification of it's probably a little more my worries. Uh, what about you, Patrick? What do you think about violence? 
I will say the one thing about violence is, yeah, it's, it's existed forever. I mean, yeah, Manhunt was a big one. I remember back in the day getting, like, a lot of hate. I mean, it's a game about killing people. I mean, what <laughs> what more could you say? It's murdering people in, in, in various and horrific ways. You know, it's a, it's a Rockstar game. Rockstar always causes controversy, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, their games have always been on a list of controversial titles because of stuff that's in their game. But, I mean... You know, games like Manhunt are nothing but you killing people. And think of things like Postal, where it's just, you're going around Postal, you're killing people. I mean, (laughs) you know, what do you, you know, stuff like that has been around for a long time. Um, You know, it just gets kind of weird when you see, I don't know how, you know, certain video games, what was the, what was the, um, was it Medal of Honor? No, it wasn't Medal of Honor. It was uh, Call of Duty. Which Call of Duty was it that had you do... The killing oh, all the civilians in the... Warfare Two. Yeah, I remember that one. That was about going through was... the airport. Yeah, and you basically, I think it was an optional mission too, but basically had you mowing down people in an airport. You know, just <laughs> you know. So I mean, there is tons of that stuff, and I never, I don't actually think two thoughts about it for the most part. I mean, um, you know, for stuff I play, it just seems pretty normal. You know, I'll play something if it's entertaining me and. Mortal Kombat, just like Russ had mentioned Mortal Kombat earlier, you know, that game is known for its violent ways to kill people, you know, the different finishing moves and stuff like that, ripping out spines, crushing skulls, you know, uh, all these different ways of killing people and, and controversial ways of killing people, decapitation and ripping off their junk and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> you leave it to Mortal Kombat to kind of make unique ways to kill people, you know, um, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't honestly think violence is a big problem in video games to most to the most part because, like Russ had said and you have said, there's um there's ratings meant to keep those away from minds that are too malleable for that. Um, but you know, at what point does it become too much? I don't know if there is a point where it's too much. I mean, I I guess I I didn't play a lot of Manhunt because it wasn't fun. I will admit, I I played it. It wasn't fun for me. Um. The same kind of stuff with Postal. I played Postal and Postal 2, and they were okay, but they didn't hold my attention. Now, now games that let you needlessly and mindlessly kill people are like the Grand Theft Autos and stuff, you know? Um, whenever you play those games, they allow you to just kill civilians, you know? There's missions to just kill as many people as you can in a short amount of time and stuff like that. So I don't think that those are the those are big, huge... Violence is a big, huge thing because it is somewhat locked behind a rating wall. But... I don't know. Uh, we, we often see a lot of videos online of ill-behaving kids, and, and I don't necessarily believe video games are the reasoning behind that. I think parenting is the reason behind that. So I wouldn't go as far to say violence in video games is a, a, a trigger for kids or anything like that. I mean, if you're a parent who lets your seven-year-old play, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto and, and stuff like that, then that's probably part of the problem if your kid's not mature enough for it. Now, everybody knows their kid better than anybody else, so... If you think your kid can handle it, that's fine. But if your kid's one of those ones that they see throwing a tantrum in the store because they don't get their way and using violence on other people to get the things done, then obviously they're learning that from somewhere. Uh, you know. yep. So I don't, I don't necessarily think of violence in video game as a, as a, as a deterrent in buying it or even anything else. I mean, video games have always been violent that I can remember. I cannot think of. I mean, I remember playing games back in the day on the old DOS shell. Um, I think it was like. It was like, uh, it was, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was like a Doom-esque game. But Doom was an original DOS. It was on a DOS shell as well back in the day. But it was all blowing people up and shooting their heads off and blood and stuff going everywhere. So, I mean, 
violence in video games has been there. The only difference is now the graphics has gotten better. And as you said, you can see the, the muscle and the sinew and the bones and brain matter and all that kind of stuff now. So, I mean, it's getting a little bit more realistic. But I, for the most part, I think a lot of us are desensitized to it because I don't realize it in the video games half the time anymore. That there's, I, I, Honestly, half the time I forget there's even blood in video games sometimes. Like, oh, yeah, look, there's blood, you know? So, Nick, what do you think about violence in, in video games? I think <clears throat> I think the whole thing has gotten desensitized, kind of like what you said. Um, you know, you think about violence in general, right? Not just video games, but just in general. And it has broadened throughout the years. You know, you think about uh, news and you think about other things, movies and things like that that have come out throughout the years and violence is always in those things and i think for us um growing up and for newer kids you know even pg-13 movies have violence you know and that's and even some violence that you would think that would be a little over the top but it's still pg-13 so i think as as a community as a society in general not just as older individuals or younger or anything like that but just everyone you know, uh, however, however you put it, just everyone overall has come desensitized to violence where violence doesn't bother us. You know, you look at the news every night and there's some sort of violence, something going on, you know, a shooting in your area or, you know, someone did something, uh, you know, they don't show what happened, but they pretty much talk about it and pretty much describe it to the point where, um, you know, these things can be pretty detriment to someone who's not used to them. So the point is, is I for me, violence is not a big deal, especially in video games. I mean, we've become so uh, desensitized to that aspect of uh, a thing is violence, where even if we read news reports or we see a game that has violence or a movie or anything like that, we don't, you know, we don't think anything different. We don't think differently than we would normally with it. Um, we just see those and we go, okay, you know, that's just a normal part of life. And we move on, you know. Um, so I think it's that, I think, I think it's that aspect of just the decentralization of, those things where we're just so used to them that it doesn't bother us that much, right? It doesn't matter how gory uh, Mortal Kombat can get or how gory a game can be um, for, to us or a movie or, or a TV show or anything like that. It's always the same, right? We Our feelings are always the same, right? Uh, unless someone's being tortured maybe, uh, where we might feel something deep inside where we feel like remorse for that person. Otherwise, uh, we don't care, right? It, it's, a, it's a pretty bad way of looking at things, but we don't care uh, because it's just the kind of way that we grew up. Now, you know, that's my way of violence. Or the, the, my thought of violence is that, you know, it's, it's here, it's there. Uh, we're kind of used to it. We're kind of used to seeing it, and it doesn't affect us in in any which way, you know. Uh, unless it's something that's probably happening to us, 
or or to <laughs> someone that we know, right? That maybe we have a different opinion of it. But seeing it on the screen or seeing it in movies or games or anything like that, um, we have the same effect as our kids are going to have because we don't have an effect to it and they're not going to have an effect to it either. So it doesn't matter how grotesque or uh, anything like that, you know, how uh, outrageous it may get. Uh, we're all pretty much desensitized to the fact that violence is violence and, and that's just the way it is. So, you know, then we go on to, I think, the well, bigger subject is sex. Well, I was going to say, on the violence thing, though, I mean, it's it's a different thing when you see it in a video game or on a movie or a TV show, because those aren't real, you know? And I think most people in us, in kids in general, can understand that at some point. I mean, because I've had the conversation with my child about, you know, this stuff's not real, you know, when we're... When she's playing a video game or something that's kind of scary or creepy or even a little violent, I'm like, you know, this isn't real. And when we watch a show, but I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if I see something on television or something that I know is true, I get a cringy type thing when it's violence to that extent. Like, like I've seen plenty on the Internet. We've seen plenty of stuff that just makes you gasp or go, oh, you know, that's bad or whatever, you know. But if I saw the same thing in a video game or a movie, I wouldn't think that, you know, like like, uh, you know, an example would be I remember when I was younger. And I grew up in Florida, where we had where they had a pretty good at gang problem, you know. And there was a uh, uh, Sir Thirteen, Sir Trace was big when I was a kid down there. And I remember seeing a kid get curb stomped, and literally curb stomped. And I was it was like one of those, holy crap, what did I just witness? It was like the most, you know, kid got up, his jaws like hanging, his teeth are, you know, it was bad. And then if I see stuff like that now today, it still affects me. But if I were to see the same thing in a video game, you know, where you curb stomp somebody in a video game, it has doesn't have that effect. But real life still tends to have an effect on me to where I'm like, ooh, that's, that's bad or a gasp or something. I don't know about you guys, but to me, I still have that reaction to real life events. Like when you see something, you know, in this day and age, the biggest thing we have to deal with is, is cowardly terrorist people who chop people's heads off. When you see something like that, that affects me. I'm like, oh, God, that's horrible to see something like that, you know. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Life experiences would definitely, I could see real life experience definitely giving you a different outcome on things like that, right? Well, it's because we know the difference between reality and entertainment. Uh, I'll be honest, my biggest issue with violence isn't video games or movies, it's the news. Um, I think the news needs more of a filter, uh, more of a, um, more of a rating system than any video game or movie does. I, yeah, I think the news shows shows the realities of it, and I think that's why you get all these goddamn school shooters. You know, they they glor they end up glorifying what they're preaching against, uh, in my opinion. And I think that's that's detrimental, uh, very detrimental. I mean, I mean, look at half of these uh, kids that do these shootings. I mean they've researched and glorified these other shooters and they're just, you know, they're mimicking. Uh, yeah. I mean, I honestly think violence in real life has, a, has I, I, my body or brain or whatever you want to say, my brain compartmentalizes it to the point to where it knows what's real and fake and, and a yeah. real, a real life situation that I could see in a video game would definitely garner a reaction out of me. I mean, I, I can't stand to see violence in real life anyway. Like, I can't, 
I, I wouldn't want to sit there and watch somebody get the living crap beat out of them and just, mm-hmm. I don't care. You know, it's just one of those things where I just can't, I can't sit there and I couldn't sit there and watch something like that or, or anything like that or somebody to get seriously maimed. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where when I was younger, I was in police explorers and, and you saw all kinds of horrible stuff and you feel for people like that, but you would see the same thing in video games, like in postal and stuff like that. You could go out and, I, the, the, this is an older game when we were kids and, and stuff like that, and they would shoot Santa and stuff like that. But I remember being a kid in Police Explorers, and when I when I was a kid, I was probably 12, maybe 13. And I remember a drunk driver when I was in – if you don't know what Police Explorers is, it's like a, uh, a when you're a kid, you can do these things to be like career exploration. And so Police Explorers was one of those things where you got to do right along with police. Parents signed a waiver. You went with them, and you did stuff with them and learned what they did and all this stuff. And I was working with a cop that worked a Christmas parade where a drunk driver had plowed through the Christmas parade and had killed Santa. And I was like mortified as a kid. And I still thinking about that. It kind of gives me this weird heebie feeling of like, oh, you know, it just but in a video game, it's like, oh, that's funny. Or, you know, if they do something on like South Park or or Futurama where Santa Claus is a killer robot and they kill him, you know, it's all funny and fun and games because it's not real. But. The reality stuff still affects me because I don't think I think I'm desensitized to it in video games and movies, but not in real life, I would say. Yeah, but that's saying it's because your brain knows real life compared to, uh, you know, a, a video game has not close enough to reality. As far as graphics, none of the characters still look real. As far as it's changed, it's still, you know, you know, it's fake. Um. I don't know. I just, I think, I think the, I think the violence uh, that I you mean, see I think on I slightly news... disagree with you, Shane, a little bit in the the reality of it. Um, oh. Last of Us Two, the stealth kills were. I mean, I'm not going to say that they were like exactly what it might look like in real life, but they were pretty violent. The we we talked to. Uh, uh, about like sound and atmosphere and everything making it, you could hear the the guy gargle gurgling. You could hear yeah. uh, Ellie, you know, jabbing the knife. In, you know, you could hear that whole thing. So, I mean, even though it's not realistic, it's still pretty darn. I mean, it's as close as you can get without having the real thing. But I, I mean, I'm just gonna. It's I'm just kind of disagreeing with you on the on the essence of that. I mean, they sh- hopefully yeah. most people, and if you are you know, a decent parent, you're going to teach and, and, and learn your child on the fantasy world versus the reality world, of course. But I, I wouldn't say that we're getting in the next generation and the next generation, it's getting more visually accurate than it was whenever we were playing, you know, uh, I don't know. Super Nintendo. So, you know, it's just that yeah. that's just what I would, you know, I think it's getting there. more visually accurate and I would agree with you that. But I don't agree with the fact that if if you were to take a, a, a kid, let's say, and have them play Mortal Kombat and then go out and slice a dude's neck, that they would have the same reaction in Mortal Kombat as they would in that. Right? I think the mind in itself uh, the brain in itself knows, even if you don't tell the child that this is a uh, unrealistic thing, right? Because it, it looks unrealistic, right? It doesn't look 
you know, the characters fighting on screen, let's say, let's take Mortal Kombat as an example. The characters fighting on screen don't look real, right? They don't look like you or me or anybody else. Um, yet they, they try to make them look as realistic as possible, but um, you can still tell that these are cartoonish characters, right? And I do double quotes in that. Cartoonish characters. So, and this is a hypothetical, right? <laughs> so if you were to show in Mortal Kombat someone slicing someone's throat, the kid, you know, and this would have to be something that would have to be researched, but I would think a kid would say that and go, you know, have a certain reaction, whereas if that happened in real life, they would have a completely different reaction. I just think that in most typical kids, that would be the case, right? In most typical people, that would be the case. So like like Patrick said, you know, you could play all these games and stuff like that, but if you really experience these things happening, that is a completely different aspect of your brain, I think, uh, in experiencing the, those aspects of life where something like that happens and your body and your mind uh, take a different perspective on what's going on, where these are made up characters in a made up universe, you know, versus uh, real people in a real life uh, universe or scenario where you live in and you're experiencing. So I think, you know, I would chalk it up to the human brain to say, the human brain would be like, oh, okay, I know what's going on here. This is bad and this is good. You have those, yes, you do have those um, individuals in life, uh, serial killers, mass murderers, things like that, that don't can't visualize uh, or can't uh, separate fact from fiction. But I think in general, most people can, uh, regardless of how they're raised, right? I mean, some are raised better than others, but I think most people have that general general. Uh, good and bad type of thing you know i don't want to necessarily place as good and bad but you know what i'm saying like the subconscious and conscious type of thinking where they know okay this is a good thing uh or this is okay whereas this is not good this is bad well i don't think any of us are psychologists sociologists (laughs) neurology (laughs) you know like i don't think any of us are that and and i think a common sense i think speaks to us all in saying you know, if you if you are if you have a a what we call a, a privileged life, I guess you want to say, if you, if you have a privileged life where you know you have good parents, you have good a good household, you can easily extinguish the uh, not extinguish uh, distinguish those two things. Whereas we really, I would never be able to say with certainty. That say somebody that's playing a game that is like a rock star, that's like a like you know Grand Theft Auto game, and then is at home where a parent is abusive or something like that. How that may or may not affect them, you know. I'm not even I'm not even remotely going to say whether that is or isn't. Um, and that I, I think we're kind of I'm kind of going off off topic of it just a little bit, but in saying that the Violence in the games has advanced to the point where it's becoming more realistically, more visually realistic uh, than in previous years. And I don't know if that's going to get us in trouble or not, but, you know, for me, 
as a <clears throat> year old gamer, I I'm glad that I get to chop off Lieutenant Ted in front of the whole army because now I'm going to go ghost mode and even chop people up more. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, none of us, like you said, are that. And it's it's one of those things where I think that if you do have something wrong with you mentally, a video game, playing it or not playing it is not going to affect any. I mean, it's going to affect you differently than a, than a normal person who's, you know, I, I, whatever definition of normal is and brain makeup. You know, if, if you have a normal life and you have normal brain makeup, I don't think playing a violent video game is going to cause you to go out and kill a bunch of people. Because, I mean, you see it in everyday life where you have rich, privileged kids who go out and run people over and think it's okay to hide it. And then, you know, they they get away with it or they don't. And it's, you know, it seems like their family life's okay. We don't know any of that stuff. I honestly think that just some people are wired differently and different things affect them differently. And so violence in video games is one of those things where if you're a parent with a kid who plays video games, you just need to be aware of what they're playing and they think that they can mentally handle what they're playing and seeing. So I don't honestly see violence in video games as a big a deal. Um, you know, I mean, Agreed. it's not like it's not like they're going out and when we're talking about violence, because violence can be multiple things. I mean, I guess to some extent you can go the other way with violence because you have violence and sex combined. You know, where we, we're going to talk about sex in video games as well, but at what point is it too much? Like, you know, there's video games where there is sex and violence combined. And what I mean is like forced sexual encounters or forcing whatever, you know I mean? Think of Grand Theft Auto where you pay a prostitute uh, to have sex with you and then you get, they get out of the car and you run them over with the car, or you beat them up and kill them and take your money back. You know, I mean, there's a com combination of the two. Maybe that has more of an effect on younger people than, uh, you know, than just one or the other, because I'm not going to go out in my life and get a prostitute and then beat her over the head with a baseball bat and get my money back and just think like, that's okay. No, you'll use a check, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll use a check, right. and yeah, then I'll then I'll then I'll stop payment on the Cancel check. <laughs> you know, but no, those are things that I'm, serious, things no, in my life I'm not right. gonna do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna go out and do that. And then you know, we talk about a game. I've mentioned this game many times before, but what about? Did you guys, Nick? I think you played Phantasmagoria, right? Oh yeah, back the, the point day. click invent. That that game is an older game, but it had a rape scene in it where you raped the woman. You know, I, that game I played when I was super young, you know what it didn't do? It didn't make me go out and rape women or, or beat women or make me objectify them or anything different than not playing the game would have been. I was like, wow, when I play, I'm like, that's insane that that just happened in a point and click adventure video game. You know, it's not like well, they showed anything, but, you know, it's still, I think these yeah. things stem from, you know, I think people going out and doing these particular things i think m mostly you know uh, not 100 percent, but mostly stem from what you said patrick how they're wired right whereas most people we play phasmagoria or we play sewer shark or we play uh what's that one night that, trap night trap right and we don't think twice about the things that are going on right i mean oh yeah hey but we don't you know beyond that it doesn't extend beyond that right uh, whereas, I, in this, especially in, even going with violence, you know, going with violence and Mortal Kombat and stuff, you know, we, you know like Shane said, they had a, uh, uh, you know, the Congress had a whole thing. I remember all that stuff with Mortal Kombat 2 and all that crap that went on with Mortal Kombat and all the Congress meetings and everything. I remember all that stuff. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, in 
I, I don't think those people and those kids, you know, I played Mortal Kombat. I loved Mortal Kombat when I was a kid. But it didn't make me go out and want to uppercut my friend, right? <laughs> you know? So, um, you know, I think it's just the way that people are hardwired and the, and the way that people are, are, are mentally uh, there that really affects what they are going to do based on these things, right? I think they're – personally, in my personal perspective, I think these people that are in – are that way, we're going to do this regardless, right? Regardless of play Grand Theft Auto, regardless of play Mortal Kombat or watched, um, you know, uh, some movie like, uh, what's that one, the Alien movie? I can't remember. Uh, with the showgirl or whatever. But anyway, um, <laughs> where she was an alien. What was oh, it? Oh, like Species or whatever? Yeah, like Species. Oh, you know, that gotcha. was the big, remember that? That was a whole thing back in the day, the Species movie. And, uh, you know, or Showgirls. Remember that movie? That was the whole thing back in the day. So, um, you know, movies like that. I don't think these people watch these particular movies or play these particular games and go, oh, I want to do that. I think they were already in the mindset uh, for these individuals to do something like that. So whether or not they played them or watched them or read them or it doesn't matter, they were going to do this anyway, right? Maybe those things were a catalyst to get them to uh, to bump them further in where they're like, oh, OK, now I have my mindset to do this, that or the other. But regardless, it didn't. It, the main thing was is it didn't take much. Right. It didn't take much to, to convince them to do whatever heinous crime they were going to do as far as uh, something like that goes. Right. Um they were already going to do it to begin with, but maybe something they saw or something they read or something they played pushed them to that point where they were going to do it. So it doesn't matter what it was, be it video games, movies, or books, or whatever, or even the news, they were going to do it anyway, and they just used whatever they saw, whatever they read, whatever they watched as a catalyst to say, this is what pushed me over that edge. Yeah. But they were going to go over that edge regardless. You know, they were on a, a white water. They were heading towards the waterfall. It's just something pushed them along the way. Maybe something pushed them a little further. Uh, but they were heading towards that waterfall regardless. Yeah. And you have to remember, a lot of the issues are, are over-dramatized by these so-called leaders that we have. You know, that, uh, that basically they want excuses. They want to give reasonings where reason is not. Uh, you know, they, the kid who did the uh, 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 shooting in the Colorado theater for Batman wearing the Joker makeup, you know, these uh, bureaucrats, uh, you know, first thing he wanted to do was uh, blame movies, blame video games. Uh, no, you uh, retards. That's not the reasoning for it. Uh, you know, he's just a sick person. Sometimes there is no reasoning. But people want people need to have some sort of answer, uh, even if it's the wrong answer. Chain. I hundred percent agree with that. They need something to latch on to. Yep. Whether it didn't matter, you know, that kid that went in there, like you said, that during the Batman movie and wore the Joker makeup and shot everybody up. Yeah. Was he gonna? If Batman ever came out, would he have done it? Probably. It didn't yeah. matter, right? It didn't matter what movie it was. He would have. He would have done that in Pokemon. Right, he, he would have found something to do what he was going to do because he already had it in his mind to do it. It's just mm -hmm. that that was just 
for him, just like, hey, hey, this is perfect opportunity, right? He just found something to do what he was already planning to do, right? Um, yep. So it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter that it's Batman or Superman or Mortal Kombat or anything. It doesn't really matter. Violence is violence. People are going to commit violence because they want to, not because something makes them. No one makes anybody do something they don't want to do uh, unless they're brainwashed or something like that you know these people are wired to make choices in their life that uh, you know it, it may come from a lot of different things right there's no one source for this type of thing right there's no one source you can't just go out and blame mortal Kombat or blame you know goldeneye 007 movie or blame batman or blame the news you're right it's a mixture of different things that cause someone to do something bad um, to that extent, right? It's not yeah. just one thing. No, definitely. The, it's, you know, we, we as a society, we have got to stop garbage like that because it, it does nothing but hurt us. Uh, we end up uh, attacking the wrong things and, you know, causing more problems in the long run. Um but you know that's, but like you like you guys said, it's it's people. It's that's it. I mean, people have an inherent uh, good in them. I believe. I don't believe uh, good is taught. I believe uh, good is inherited. I think wrong and evil and uh, racism and you know hate is taught. I don't believe people are naturally that way, but there are those that. They're just, they have a crossed wire and, you know, they need help, but you don't have to blame everything and everybody else, you know, to make yourself feel better. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, it, like I said, we're not, we're not psychologists, sociologists, anything like that, because you know, there's all kinds of theories on nature versus nurture and all that kind of weird stuff on what, what wires people's brains at a certain age. So, I mean. It's all hypothetical on that stuff, but you know, I do think for the most part that video games don't affect the majority of people, but there are people out there, as we've said, who are wired differently, and video games just affect them differently. I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, it's if video games affect people in that way, then you might as well say movies and music do, because the only difference between, especially movies, there's no difference besides that you're controlling the character doing the action. Um, and then, you know, even, you know, even when you think about like books, you have choose your own adventures and stuff like that, where you're in control of what the character does. And there's been smut books around forever and, and romance novels. And, and then you have music, oh, yeah. which, you know, music is just, you know, I want to do you this way and do you that way and pull your hair and yell in your ear, and whisper in your ear and just do bad things to you. You know, I mean, it, it, it's it's surrounded by everything in life. And I don't know. I mean. I do believe it's people are wired differently is the way this stuff affects them because we all kind of grew up in the same thing. I mean, I, what I, when I was a kid, my parents only censored me from gratuitous sex, you know, and uh, from movies, we watched everything. We were allowed, you know, if there was a little uh, nip slip scene or, you know, somebody's got full frontal nudity for a second, it was like, whatever, you know, but gratuitous sex, my parents are like, no, nah, you just don't need to see that at your young age. Yeah. But we watched everything else. We watched violence and gory stuff as kids. And, you know, it was one of those weird things. But so I don't I don't agree with the violence. I mean, violence is obviously just getting more realistic and everything. So I I really but, think that in the in the long I'm sorry, 
to cut you off there, Shane. But I think in the long run, what we look at is is that really, as a society, as a culture, we have a mental health issue, uh, and and when the mental health issues come up, they think, well, we need to censor this, this, and this, so that we can protect everybody's mental health. No, we need to improve our understanding and um, and help with the symptoms of mental health more. We need to spend more money helping those people than we need to censor things and 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 that. My biggest issue, and you know what, I'll before I start, I want to let I want to let Shane, because that was my point to what Patrick was saying or what we all were saying was mental health really is the issue, not video games. So let's treat yeah. the mental health, not turn off all you know, not super uh censor you have super censorship on those things. That's one thing I'm definitely personally, I'm, I don't want to censor anything because it's people's right to put whatever out there. It's my right not to watch it. It's my right not to listen to it. It's my right, but we shouldn't have that censorship there. Right. Yeah, but, if I mean, but if you're Congress, what are you going to do? They don't, Congress and them failed statistics <laughs> in economics yeah. and all that stuff. They forgot that correlation doesn't prove causation. And they're just like, Hey, these guys all played video games. They also didn't take into account they all listen to the same music, watch the same movies, you know, or any of that stuff. They just they just pick a singular focus and they say we want to we want to rein in video games. So we're just gonna say we're gonna throw statistics and logic out the window and say correlation proves causation here. Well, I mean, it's you know, it's uh, it's the same talk about video games and movies as it is about uh, uh, guns. Uh, guns don't make you kill people. Uh, 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 something's got to be freaking wrong with you to want to, you know, kill and hurt other people. Um, and like you were saying, uh, Russ, you you cannot sit and blame everything else when society is the one who's failing. Uh, when you blame a video game, you blame a movie, you blame a gun, you're just hiding the reality. Uh the reality is, is if you want to trust Congress to uh, fix a problem, well, then <laughs> you've got probably more issues than somebody who shoots people because they ain't fixing crap. They ain't done so, and for God knows how long, and ain't never will. We need to just find, put more thought into these situations instead of just immediately throwing um, a you know, generic answer at it. You know, what made him kill? Oh, well, that was a video game. Or what made them shoot people? Uh, they were protesting. Uh, you know, it's bullcrap. Just get with the reality of it. And then, you know, then maybe we can come up with answers. Right. So, like you said, it's all mental health. So kind of turning the page within this, what I wanted to add to the second point of what I was saying was like, I think what bothers me the most, whether it be violence or sex, and usually it's more sex or sexuality that gets in the way for me than anything, is that when it deters from the story, when it deters from the gameplay, when it does that, I think that's where that's where it bothers me. And, and my examples are, uh, well, I'll, I'll start with a show first. Uh, I'll start with the show Sense8. I don't know if... if the crew here have watched Netflix, that. right? Netflix show. Yes. Sense eight. I almost did not watch that show. Uh, within the first three scenes, uh, there were over the top sexuality things that were just, 
I don't care if that's how people want to live their life. It doesn't matter to me. I wanted to know what the story was about. And I almost gave up to the story because the story for that, that show, to me, is actually very good. It's a very good fantasy sci-fi type of storyline. Uh, we're talking about eight people that are connected uh, telepathically and, 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 and this, that, and the other. But I almost turned that, that show off because of the first, like, 23 minutes of that show. And, of course, you know, they have terminologies for shows like this now where, you know, they're, they're baiting people into watching these shows and doing that. Um, you know, uh, for some people, Game of Thrones was a, a trouble because there were so many gratuitous sex scenes in that first season. You know, for some people, you know, it was, it was an issue. But, but the, the story of, of Game of Thrones is magnificent. Talk about sex and violence. I mean, that's the whole show. But now going to the gameplay side of it, that's why I struggled with cyberpunk. Because, you know, sex was a currency in this game. It, it was just, it was like, it was everywhere. I, I, I'm not saying I'm not a red-blooded man. I'm just saying I want some story. I want, I, you know, I want more to it. I want more depth to these things. Um, it's why I love Yakuza so much. Because I think uh, before we started this podcast, um, me and Nick were, were bantering about the fact that it goes to that line. But it always brings it back the story always brings it back and it's 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 hilarious and then it brings it back to kind of a center and it's it it toes a perfect line within that and so that's for me where i start to have trouble with these two subjects sexuality sex or and and, sex and violence basically is that when it detracts from a storyline yeah uh sex in a game is just like uh, the violence it doesn't matter how funny or goofy or fun or real or whatever your violence is, unless there's a decent context for it. I mean, you've got to have reasoning for it. And the reasoning can't be, and I, I agree with Russ, I think the whole uh, sex for currency thing is just, it, it's, it's too much. And, and I'm generally, I don't even give two craps about that stuff, but even I will sit and go, yeah, that's, that's just too much. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense for even the game to have it, but you know it's there. Why? You know, I I just I I can't grasp the reason for it. Now, the what was the first game you guys remember seeing boob in? <laughs> uh, I I really don't honestly know. Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. What about you, Russ? I never played Leisure Suit Larry. I, I'm trying to think like which game was the first game. I want to say it was like, wasn't it like one of the first Witchers or something like that had like every side in it or something like that? Every Witcher has full frontals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, it was, I, it had to have been like something like that. I mean, but I was well in my, you know, golly, I mean, Which I was well in, like yeah, that would be your thirties. You know, yeah. for me, it was probably Duke there. Nukem. 3D because you could do that yep, trick where you could play the you yeah, could pay strippers money and they would right. Oh man, I forgot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw even some of that before because I remember playing the original. Um, oh, what was the name? What's the game? Uh, uh, Shadow whatever where you're Shadow playing Warrior. as Wang. Shadow, Shadow Warrior. Warrior yeah. Shadow, the original yeah. Shadow Warrior had the hidden waterfall with the uh, with the chicks ba- naked bathing. Yep and. Uh, see, I'm kind of surprised you guys named off games I didn't even think about. Um, the Shadow Warrior, especially. Uh, my first 
boom and game that I honestly that you know comes back to my brain is freaking God of War. And how old is that the game? Second the, orig- one? Uh, the original. That was a, a mini game. And there uh-huh. was a boob in it. I don't remember there being boobs in the original. I remember yeah. in the second one there was. There yeah, was the- yeah. I, I now that I I think about it, I think there was in the first God of War. I didn't play much of it, but I think I remember hearing something about that. It's like, <gasps> yeah. And you know, I'm not gonna lie. At that age, I, yeah, I want to see that. You know, sure, it was that was a pixelated hooter, but you know, I, I'm a guy. I mean, I like girls. I'm gonna look at a pixelated boob. I mean, my parents had. Uh, had a filter thing on the dirty movie channels. I've seen porno with, uh, you know, that filtering. Were you <laughs> thinking is that an elbow or a boob? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's all scribbled and you're like, yeah, I can make it out. Exactly. I mean, what was it? Sexuality in a game. I guess you want to say like, I mean the old tomb Raider game. I mean, that was like everybody. I mean, yeah, they were triangularly square right. boobs, but I mean, everybody nope. was like, you know, crazy for that one. And how many fan art uh, art pictures and fan art stories <laughs> were <laughs> were showing her, you know, completely in her in her right. nudity and well, yeah, there was always but that. that There's but a that's outside of there. But but the point is, though, that that sexuality led to that. Now, granted, there was never a boob shown in the Tomb Raider game, but that's but the guys are are built that way. We are. We're just guys like boobs. Um, I mean, and that's the way it started, though. But, you know, where it's leading to is the issue. I mean, there's always been to some extent, especially in storytelling video games, there's always the sex scenes. I mean, you think about all of the great storytelling video games um, have nudity and sex in it you know when you think of any bioware game there's the relationship stuff so there's always some type of nudity or not even maybe not even nudity i mean in the original mass effect you would have sex with the women and they wouldn't be clothed normally uh you know which is which was weird anyway to begin with because that always i'd always blew my mind i'm like who has sex with a bra on or a top on you know hey don't make (laughs) fun of my relationship i guess that's akin (laughs) to women probably asking why is that guy got socks on you know? That's true. <laughs> I, um, you know, go ahead, Patrick. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I mean, I think, you know, the one thing that we have going for us is, as we've all said it before, graphics are getting better and more realistic and more. If, if, um, Cyberpunk 2077 is any indicator of what the future is, I mean, that is some pretty good looking skin textures in that game. And we're playing it on a, a yes. Series X. I mean, because that game has sex in it. And I, and I would admit, there's only like, a few times that you can interact with that in the game. You can create a relationship, uh, and you can do it that way. You can interact with the joy toys, which is basically the same thing as a prostitute in the real world. Or you can get the blonde chick in the beginning if you call her up on your phone and be like, you know, I want to get to know you better type stuff. I don't think it's as prevalent as, like, what, I don't know. I don't know, maybe, Rush, you saw something more than I did. I know the big the big dildo controversy in that game, but they were basically saying it was a bug. And I will admit, I don't think I've seen one in the last three or four playthroughs I played in the game. Because oh. you've played it a little bit more than I have, and and I want to, and I and I want to be, I want to have an open conversation about this. Those three things that you said, did any three of those things had anything to do with the story? Truly, yes. Or or were they side things? Well, I mean, the one is the main storyline for the companions, mm-hmm. so you can end. So the it's really, a companion can... storyline, not the main storyline. 
Right, exactly. So you right. can you can forge a relationship with the companion. You don't have to, and you don't have to have sex at all in the game if you don't want to. That's the whole point of the game is that well, you don't you have, have to. Well, you have a sign that when you walk out the door that a girl's licking a bottle. <laughs> I mean, well, I laugh about it, but I'm just saying. Yes, yes, I, I will mean, admit. I, there's. I'm not saying that that's not. It, it's it's rated M for mature. It, that's what well, it's it is. It's a dystopian game too. I mean, yes. you have to understand that. that so every the oldest profession in the world. Yeah. The oldest profession in the world will come back in a world that's dystopian. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, as much as we all say that that everybody's civilized and everybody is is you know modern, as soon as anything happens, the monkey brain is going to take over. Yeah, when, world... you, when you go to a dystopia, yes, I I agree with you there. I mean, I, I get that. That's part of. I mean, if if we were if a dystopia means that you go to your most primal, basically your most primal understandings, you know, and and I get that. It's just. Like I said, it, it, it's just, isn't there a way? There comes a point where it's too much. Well, I mean, even in this game, it, like I say, it's rated M for mature. I kind of, like, I don't want to discredit or be argumentative on Patrick's point because what Patrick's saying is like, hey, this is a dystopian game. It's This is what the older French, I get that. It's just the balance sometimes for myself is just, I like it to be in the story. Like, I'm, I'm I will think while I, I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna think about a game. I remember a game where, like, the relationship was such a balance within the story. And I cannot remember what game it was, and it was just really, really cool. And it, we've played it in the last year, and I, I can't think about what game it was. Um, and, and just it's just killing me right now. But I'll shut up and I'll think about it. Then I'll I'll come up with it here in a minute. Well, yeah. I mean, I was just gonna say I, the the. As video game graphics get better, um, it seems like things are a little more lax, too. I remember, you know, if you got into an adult scene when the games were younger, they were not, like, nude. They were mostly full clothes. I think in the last 10, maybe 15 years, it's kind of gotten a little bit more to where a sex scene was a full-on, like, softcore porn scene. I mean, in any game that you can think of that you have a relationship now, they're literally, like, softcore porn. And, uh, you know, and, and that's something that you have to watch out for when you have younger kids because you don't want to yeah. introduce them to that type of stuff when they're at this young age. But most of the games are rated mature that have that in there. So, you know, there's a little bit of something. And they usually will say, like, sexual content or nudity. So it's a little easy to pick out in games like that to protect them. As an adult, it doesn't bother me as much. Like, I honestly completely forgot about all the ads, Russ, that you were talking about. And, and even though we were sending them back and forth in Messenger, I even completely yeah. forgot because Shane was sending the the video, the meme with the guy uh, peeking out no. over the girl's butt, you know. Yep. And then and then I sent Shane the I sent the video in chat of the the girl licking the beer bottle because of the, you know, and it was just it's all sexual advertisement and and any and we've all heard the cliche before, sex sells. And so yep. I mean, in a dystopian society, I could see that. But in all honesty, I've become desensitized to it from playing the game so much. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot all that stuff was in the game because I had blinders on to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm playing the game for the story and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and stuff like that. And, and to some extent, you know, the sex scenes in this game are pretty gratuitous. I mean, literally, the only thing that's keeping it from not being softcore is if there was penetration of some kind. So, <laughs> I mean. Uh, it, you it's, haven't seen a DLC. Right. <laughs> I, for me, it's like for Cyberpunk. Yeah, I, I've gotten the same way too. I played it enough that that stuff. I just don't even think about it when I go buy it. But for me, it's like I hate 
sex scenes in anything. Movies, m- games, it doesn't matter. At bedroom. It, 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 not in bedroom. But, um, <laughs> and the reason why that is, is because I don't think they add anything to anything, right? Uh, I hate movies that you're like, you're watching like an action movie, let's say. And then they have this like 10 minute sex scene. And I'm like, I don't care about Take this part. Take my breath away. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't care about this part. <laughs> this is, it, let's just do the whole thing where they start and then it fades and then it comes back. That's all I care about because I know what just happens like here. real life. I don't <laughs> care about this part. And it's the same thing with the sex and games. I don't care about this part. This doesn't add anything to me personally. This doesn't add anything to what I'm doing, right? I don't give a crap about that. Um, I, I just hate it. It's just like it's so annoying. It's like they add it in just because they can, right? Or just sex because they sells, need to make time. Just like Pat said. Or, or yeah, I guess. But I mean, like in you know, think about it in movies or in like TV shows or something like where they have like some sort of sex scene, regardless if it's PG thirteen or PG or whatever, whatever like kissing scene, sex scene, anything where nothing happens but they just do that, right? They just have sex or they just kiss or whatever. I was like, I don't care. Let's just skip this and go on with the movie or whatever. Like I don't give a crap about that. Like those two are okay. We get the idea. Let's move on, right? Um, yep. That's video the games way used I to feel. Do that. That's funny. That's funny I, you mentioned that because video games used to do that. Yeah, just fade to black. And I would and rather sexy. have that yeah. because I don't care about the whole. I know what happens. I've done it before. I know what goes on between it. I don't need to see it. I I, I get it. But, yeah, I can. But use Nick, my you're not 13 years old trying to look at the blurred out. I channel. guess not. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's because I'm older, but but I mean, shoot, I I just don't care. Like I've done the sex scenes in Cyberpunk. I don't care. Like I don't look them out. But, I don't feel but, them out. But I just there I is give a- there is the key. <laughs> you just said you've done the sex scenes because you could, right? I mean, so did you did you partake in the joy toys, Nick? I did. I did. I did partake. <laughs> Both of them I did just joy fun. toy twice. Once <laughs> by myself, and then the second time I bought a Plowmaster <laughs> 3000. You can use your imagination to figure out what that is. And uh, hoping we would use it, but we didn't. So in the end, <laughs> after that, like, you know, after that two experiences with it, I will never go back to it. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I mean, it, there, exactly. You know, it was just, it was really more of an experiment just to see, like, Okay, what happens if I talk to them? And then they're like, oh, okay, you can pay the money. Okay, what happens if I pay the money? Like, what do I see? Like, what 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 experiences am I going to have with this? And you see it all. And, and then you see it all, right? And then I was like, okay, what if I buy this and do it again? Then what happens then? And nothing happens. It's the same thing. It's a different experience, right? <laughs> that would be a X-rated but, video game. Oh, the yeah. Wild. Well, it would. I was, that's what I was hoping for. But it didn't happen, so I was like, okay, well then I don't care. And regardless if I didn't, regardless if they used it or not, let's say if they did use it, say, then that would be so. funny, right? Just just to see it in a video game. But that was really where the extent was, just to see it in a video game. It was really just a comedic effect for me, and not really some sort of uh, any other effect. Um, to to yeah. to visualize or experience that part of the game. It was just really just to see. What was it was more a curiosity than anything. right, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I, you had to. But that's why Leisure Suit Larry is never really talked about in in the fashion that we are well, because it was so over the top and cartoony well, I mean, and fake. Leisure Suit circles around that, right? That's the whole point of Leisure Suit. Right. Larry. That's the whole point. It's Whereas like an over the top Cyberpunk is stuff. not about that. I mean, it it has that, but it's not the the well, story see, I, and everything is not about that. Right. Whereas Leisure Suit is about that. That's the whole point of Leisure Suit, Larry. Right. I mean, I, I will games. I will admit that there's no that a lot of times the sex scenes and nudity in a game do not further the game at all. I will agree with that because, I mean, we'll take a perfect example of, of even a modern video game. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You have sex. But guess yep. what? You make out. Screen goes to black. You wake up. I mean, that's and it. And it conveys the point of something happened without going into like the whole scene, the tirade and all that stuff. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, video games, in my opinion, will be just fine if they took it out and didn't have it. But, I mean, it's part of it is, is that you have and to I, let them have creativity in their art. You know, if they right. want to do it, and that's I fine. The same, I think it's the same as movies and TV. And they yeah. took it out. I mean, because if you really want to see that stuff, there's a place for it, right? The Internet. <laughs> We can easily get to that stuff if we really What's the wanted. internet for, Shane? My yeah. dad's my dad's drawer collection. <laughs> yeah, back in the day it was. But, but now nowadays, they even have a song about it. The internet's you know? for porn. Yeah, yeah it, I mean it really is. I mean, the, if you want to want to see that stuff, you have a place for it. Otherwise, yeah. just get rid of it because there's no point to it. Unless it unless it's an integral part of the story and it somehow involves the story in some way that is intricate to what's going on, then there's just no need for it. Yeah. Well, I, I will I mean, say that there's no need to show it. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, agree. to some yeah. extent, sex sometimes conveys the pairing or bonding of two people, you know, in like any of the tell storytelling games, Bioware is big on it. You know, you as commander Shepard can get with some of the crew members, you know, either through rompus, sex or you can basically partner up with one of them and become you know pair bonded you know the same thing in like even in cyberpunk you can have a relationship and the relationship the relationship to in my opinion it conveys more meaning if something like that happens whereas if you just play the game and you go hey you want to be my girlfriend or hey you want to be my boyfriend and they say yes you're like cool story's on and you just move on don't think about it but to me it conveys more feeling when you know that that's occurred between the two of them and I mean, I don't have to see it. I don't. Well, I could care less too about seeing it. It's, it's artists. It's basically how the artist wants us to see the game. If they want me to see it, fine. You know, whatever. Um, it's not like I am going to seek those things out. But as you did said the same thing, Nick. I tried to joy toys twice. I did it once, and I was like, okay, cool. You know, because I made because you crack jokes with them. Because the one tick says, hey, you want what I got? A hundred bucks, and you're like, what am I going to do? Go in the alley and do it? And she's like, what do I look like? An animal? I got an apartment. You know. And, you know, just comedic <laughs> stuff like that. And then you pay the eddies and you're just like, oh, so we really are doing this. And so, you know, and then the same thing you had, I just was like, can you do this more than once? And so, yes, you can. And that's all I've done just twice just to do that. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have a need to see it again. You know, if I wanted to see real porn, I can watch the Internet. Or if I want to do it, then I will go hit up the girlfriend and be like, hey, you want to feel a little frisky? Let's go. You know, I, I don't need, have a need for that type of stuff. Well, um, my my problem really is is like you know when we at the very beginning of this it was when it was just unnecessary. Uh, the uh, Last of Us game, the original, uh, there was no sex scenes. Uh, there was uh, an amazing. Uh, <laughs> and, and this is my point. 
Jasmine, my 13-year-old daughter, loves the first game. Absolutely loved it. She was just so adamant about it. Um, so I let her play two. The problem is, is there is a scene in there uh, with some dude on, well, a sex scene with, with two characters in there. So I had to monitor her gameplay so I could go in and get through, get that pass for her. Cause I don't want her seeing that period. Uh, I would rather her see Ellie lop. Yeah. Nobody. I'd rather see her, you know, her lop dudes heads off, uh, than, uh, you know, what they were showing. Uh, I think that's, I think that scene was completely unneeded unwanted and unnecessary. And, that broke my heart because the game, you know, has issues as it is, but my daughter shouldn't have to right. worry about things like that. They could convey uh, what we just said earlier. They could have just cut to black as it was getting yeah. hot and heavy and you just use your imagination. Yeah. Right. We understand those two cared about each other and there was a relationship, blah, blah, blah. Right. And like Shane said, I think that scene was unnecessary. Like it didn't add anything to it. It was, no. it was a scene for me. That you know, even for all of us that probably watched some, some you know, some you know, suggestive things, uh, would go. I mean, for me, it was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. that's all. Uh, that's the point I made in that point was like, uh, I don't want to yeah. see that. Oh, uh, you're you're absolutely right. I was uh, I was pretty nasty, but it was an unnecessary nasty. It was an unwanted nasty. I don't I, I don't know anybody who wanted to see that. I don't know. Anybody who was like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, no, it wasn't. Nobody wanted it. And it doesn't matter if the character was attractive or not. It was the entire situation of the scene. It was completely unneeded and unnecessary. Yeah, I don't. It I was don't. almost like it was added, right? I mean, because, like, even that scene, you know, you can kind of feel some tension between the two. Yes, but you, I don't know. I'm trying, trying to think of that scene in particular. I don't. I didn't think it would go that route, right? It wasn't like something like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. Like, no, <laughs> I didn't think that. You know, it was just like, oh, they're just fighting and arguing, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa. And I was like, ugh. And it's, and it's over. And I was like, uh, I didn't want that. Like, <laughs> they could have just ended it. Like, right well, with and them arguing or leave, and, and that'd be it. And that's part of the thing that he just interjects in the story. I mean, you don't even expect it, and then it just happens, and you're yeah. like, uh. I didn't even get an option not to partake in this. Yeah, you yeah. literally are, you were literally taken out of the game, out of the story, for something that had zero input, uh, you know, zero, uh, not input, but uh, uh, meaning. It hit uh, a lot. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and so, I mean, so, so since oh, that, oh, since you guys are talking about that, do you think that the sex is too prevalent in video games now? Yes and no. Um, I think the I think the concept of sex in a game is fine. I think that because it's part of life. I do think that uh, it can be taken too far. Uh, the fade to black situation of uh, you know Mass Effect, for instance. Did you all understand what was going to happen when that happened? Yes. Are we? Were you all like you know you know rubbing your nuts, going, oh come on. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, none of us were that way. And most gamers are not that way. Most gamers, I think, are a lot more mature than given credit for. Even younger gamers. Uh, you know, that's just, it's an unnecessary thing. Now, if it's part of the story and it means something, uh, it's perfectly fine. But I don't think you need to go into uh, uh, Last of Us Part Two situation. Well, here's of, the question, though. How do you make... How how is sex in a video game or nudity meaningful? That's the question because in my opinion you don't need that. In my opinion you don't need it either. I don't think in games or in in movies or in TV. Like there is, I mean, unless you have a uh, particular material that uh, in any of these facets that calls for that for a particular reason, there is no other reason to have those thing, that thing. Uh, there's no other reason to have it uh, other than just for shock value or whatever, right? Um, whereas, you know, violence is a, is a separate thing. You know, we talked about violence in, video, in, in sex. You know, this is the conversation we're having. Whereas I think violence is a little bit more lenient in the fact that if you have a action movie, right, you're expecting violence, right? And and you're expecting these things. Whereas if you have a movie about sex, right, or, or it's a sexual movie, sure. But if you have a movie that doesn't really um, congeal with these two aspects, then why throw them in, right? And, and that becomes the case of violence or even sex. Uh, I, I think um, violence... Again, it's a little bit more sensitized in, in society than sex is. So I think that it, it gets a little bit more of a pass than sex. But again, in my perspective, like I don't have a I don't have a problem with sex in general. You know, this is not like a parent talking like, oh my god, I can't believe they put it in there. Like, let me go to the you know parent council and talk to them about it. It's like <laughs> more of the fact that a lot of games and a lot of movies and, and tv and various things like that add these things in there for more more for for a more of an aspect of shock value than anything right or just just putting them in there because they can um whereas they don't need to be there right um if it like again if violence or sex in a movie in a game in whatever adds to the story of this particular movie or game or whatever then okay but if you're just putting it there just to put it there right then why was it there to begin with right there's no point in putting it in there you just put it there because you could it wasn't because it needed to be there it's just because you could put it there and you decided "Ah, i'm going to put this scene in here because i can Uh, It has no plot value. It has nothing to do with anything. Uh, I'm just going to stick it there because I can't put it there. Okay. So there's, there's two sides to that. I mean, I guess in my opinion, like I I don't necessarily need to see the scene, but the intended or the, um, the inferred sex scene, if they cut to black, in my opinion is a needed, it's not a needed, but a, is a plot point because it's a plot point that says, Hey, you're, you're either getting in a relationship or you're, you're fleeing with this girl or whatever. Uh, you know, in the in aspect of like your companions and stuff like that in video games, I'm fine with that. And and to some extent, I don't honestly care if the sex scene is fully there or if it cuts to black. I don't care to be honest, because 
I don't need video games for porn, <laughs> you know. Um, uh, but let's let's just take for the example the current game that we've just got done playing and reviewed. Um, you know, Cyberpunk. In my opinion, sex is a pivotal well point. A pivotal well po- pivotal point. Excuse me, can't speak. <laughs> in in the type of genre that they're in, but yet it doesn't do anything like being able to have sex with a joy toy doesn't progress the story and doesn't do anything. But I do think that having like the ads and all that stuff everywhere kind of puts to pushes across the point in the game that sex has sells. I mean, everywhere you're at in that game, you see ads on the TV, you see banners, you see posters, you see everything in the game that's they're, they're selling something, you know, buying, you know, the whole thing, the whole game is based around that. I mean, they sell these things called brain dances to people so they can experience pleasure or they can experience experiences they wouldn't be able to have. In, outside of the brain dances, I mean, in my opinion, those are pivotal points of the pivotal point. Pivotal, gosh, I cannot speak at all in that word. <laughs> pivotal point, pivotal point of the game. The, um, what would you say, Nick, to that? Do you think it is or not? Uh, for something like Cyberpunk, yes, because Cyberpunk in, in this situation, and it was kind of like what I was saying before. Uh, Cyberpunk puts that out front and forward, right? Like you said, this is a um, commodity or a currency in in this uh, dystopian society, right? And it's everywhere, right? You see it everywhere. Um, it, it's on every street corner. It's on every billboard and every sign. So, yes, um, not necessarily having sex with the companions that you, you, you get along with, um, but it's kind of like... Um, uh, for them, it's kind of like you assume that's going to happen because it's so prevalent in the game, right? It's just so everywhere. Um, whereas if this game didn't have any of that stuff, like let's say Cyberpunk didn't have any of that stuff, right? Like all the ads and there was no dildos everywhere and, you know, sex wasn't a thing. There's no there's no joy toys on the corners or anything like that. Um, then would you say, you know, uh, should this be added into this 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 type of future? Because this type of future doesn't seem to be that way, right? Um, where I would say probably no in that case. Like I don't think there's a justification for it. Um, whereas, you know, kind of like Mass Effect, right? Mass Effect doesn't mm-hmm. have any of that stuff. And I understand you can get with your companions, and I understand you can, you know, and I've done that in Mass Effect, and yeah. But there's which, no nudity, but there is sex. There's no nudity, but there is sex scenes. Yes, and and. So do I think that they have an added value? No, I don't, right? Um, and the reason why I don't is because I don't... Even though you can have your companions to become close to them, uh, without the needed reward of getting to that point, I don't see a purpose to it. There's no purpose to it, right? Because, um, I don't know. Maybe the way that the, the, the situation goes in, in Mass Effect, where you're Commander Shepard and maybe you have... Uh, and the first one you have sex with, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Miranda. I think Miranda. Yeah. You have sex with Miranda. Well, in the second one, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, right, that you had sex with Miranda. Um, and maybe that's the way the game kind of works out. But but, uh, but there's there, but that's that's also not true though. I mean, because in in that game, if you have, and, and Miranda's not the right one. Miranda's the 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 black haired girl in. I'm talking about the 
uh, what species is? Oh my god, I can't believe it. Talking about but the blue girl, the blue, right? Blue girl, yeah. If you have um, sex with her in the game and pair bond with her to some extent, that that story continues on in the other one to where yep. you know you guys have interactions right. and stuff. But I mean, it continues. Yeah, I on. agree with that. But they made the blue haired one. Uh, Lo- Lo- is it Laura, Lorena, something like that. Uh, I think I it was. Remember, I can't remember. Yeah, Listerine. <laughs> yeah, Listerine. But they, they, they meet her a pivotal part of the story. Right. Right. Um, but, so, but regardless if you had sex with her or not, no, I mean, but she's more pivotal, right? I mean, she's, she's still like, in the story and still a centerpiece to the whole game. It was Liara. That's Miranda, really or, whereas Miranda is not. That was close. Right? <laughs> so... It wasn't necessarily in that sense where like oh well if you if you do this with her she's going to be she's going to become a a pivotal point of the game. It's like no they they already yeah they already decided that part right so doing it with her or not doesn't matter. But right? it changes the it changes the interactions to the story. Yeah, I yeah. mean this is one game that's that's hard to hard point to sell because. Uh, I don't think yeah. having sex with her mattered in in the sense of it, it's it's more of getting a close bond just because you well you bump up well that's part really. of not the necessarily bond because like because like in with Liara with with Liara for example if you if you if you bond and have a relationship with Liara it changes the story interaction through the whole game because at some point in 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 two or three it's just been a while as I played she's not on your crew but you run into her on like the space station and it's kind of awkward and. And at some point, her mom is on your ship, and you can get with her mom, and then it becomes really more awkward. As, you know, it's it is one there of those is things. There is cause and care- effect. Yeah, of- exactly. It's not like you just you just bang in and move on. You know, that game has like lasting effects through the series. So, in my right. opinion, you can interact. But like, let's say that but they came it, out. I mean, with, do they have to truly bang? Right. I mean, that's they don't have to. Comes down. I mean, to. they don't have to. But I mean, at some I point, I think they do. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I think that's part I mean, of, and I mean, that's so not to be perverse. Point, it's, you know, it's part of the, it's part of the of the relationship uh, schematic. I mean, I, did you guys not, you know, have relation physical relationships with your spouses or wives or girlfriends? Right. Yes, you do. That's part of life. Uh, but what Pat's saying, and I fully agree with, is that game does uh, does play the sexual part out. In more of the relationship aspect, not just you know a boyfriend girl relationship. Well, maybe that the game, overall relationship. Yeah, that's, I was gonna say this. This is just well, a maybe bad that game, game does a better do idea or a better job of it than most. Right. That well, game does it say, correctly. I was just gonna say because you can make things super awkward by getting with uh, Liara's mom after you've been with her. I mean, well, it, it make it completely has no. I don't right. think Cyberpunk has any general like you know in a lot of games in a lot of you know. In a lot of games, they don't have a general premise for doing it, right? I mean, it's just there. They don't have true relationship statuses. Now, Mass Effect may have done a better job of that because they are storytellers, they're RPGs, and so, you know, that may have a better effect on it. You know, Cyberpunk is an RPG, but I think that aspect is second-hand. Right, they're not like they're going to continue. They're not going to make a Cyberpunk 2 or a Cyberpunk 3 or something like that. They may make something similar, but... But yeah, I mean, certain games can do it, and 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 I get what you're saying now by pivotal part of the story because, in my opinion, Mass Effect does that. But I don't need to see the sex scene. I don't care if you cut to black. I don't care right. if you show it or not. To my opinion, you know, as long as I don't. I did, and I agree. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if they cut to black either. It's not the cutting the black part that that's the problem. It's the whole like, 
Brown chicken, brown cow. It's, yeah, it's the whole like situation going on. Like we don't need to see that. And it's the same as in in movies as well. It's like you know you add that aspect into the into the movie or into the game, and it's like it it's it's a non needed aspect. We know what happens, right? You, who are you trying to convince? You're trying to convince the people that don't know. Or, or what? Like, we don't, you know, it's like, let's just flash forward and get through that because that has, we know how that all goes and let's move on. And the okay. same thing with movies. Like, if, the, if a movie has it, I don't mind if it has it. It's just like, we don't need to see, like, I hate, and this is one thing I hate about movies. I hate the movie parts where they, they're sitting there and they kiss for like 10 minutes long and they're like making out and they're slowly taking clothes off and stuff like that. And then it fades to black. I hate that. It's just like, just fade to black at the beginning, because we get the idea. <laughs> Nick's sitting there going, what am I supposed to do? I I'm just like, the third I, wheel just here. Fast, I just want to fast forward to the whole part. I'm just like, Nick's yeah, like, I'm I the third it. wheel here. Yeah, I, exactly. Like, I, I get the aspect. It's like, you know, I think of like uh, 007 movies, you know, 007 movies, which I love, but they do that same thing too. And it's just like, yeah, we get it. Just, and, and 007 does do the fade to black thing. But they do that, you know, as 007 they moves take too dawn, much time to they get take to it. way too long to get to the point of the fade to black. And it's like, come on, let's just get to that and let's move on with the action, because well, that's so, what I want to see. So here's a question for you, Nick. Since you're not big into this, have you played the Leisure Suit Larry games? Um, I know the answer, don't I, lie. Because <laughs> I'm going to ask I, if you have why. I man. have, but only like the original ones, like. Leisure Suit Larry is not... So you played, like, the 8-bit Leisure Suit Larry? Yeah. Leisure Suit Larry is not... For me, personally, Leisure Suit Larry is not... In a game in general, right? It's, it's not comedy. my... It's it's not really my cup of tea. I'm not really big into the Leisure Suit uh, series. So I've played the original, and that's about probably the extent of what i played. Interesting. Okay, because uh, I was kind of wondering if you played those, because those games are all about just trying to get... I mean, that it's it's comedic. Right, my, and, that's, and, comedic. and that's, that's what those games are about, right? I mean, right. and that's fine. You know what you're getting right? into when because you those are, Yeah, exactly. You know what you're getting into. That's what those games are, right? <laughs> so if you're playing something, you're like, oh, I'm waiting for that deep content. It's like, you're playing Leader 2 later. Come on. And so, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know what the, if you know what those games are, and I know what those games are, and it's not like if you told me to sit down and play a Leisure Suit Larry, would I say no? No, I wouldn't. I would play it. But you I know just, what you're in for. Yeah, I know With what pants I'm in for. And, 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 <laughs> well, if I'm alone or not. Or actually, that's bad. But Yeah, it's all cartoon. It's all cartoon. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I mean, like, those games, um, I've never seeked them out personally. But, like, if, you know, let's say, let's say, in a hypothetical, like Shane bought me a Leisure Suit Larry game and said, Hey, I want you to play it and play through it. Would I play through it? Sure. Yeah, I definitely would. And, and would I have a fun time playing it? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I like the original Leisure Suit Larry, so why wouldn't I like the other ones? But I know what type of game it is. So I know what I'm exactly what you guys said. I know what I'm getting into. I know what type of game it is. I know what I'm going to be playing. And that's not a problem, right? It's the, 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 the games that I have a problem with are the games that are something else, and then they add this in just for the sake of having it in. It's, exactly. And I, you know, that part I just don't like. And the same thing with movies, right? If I know if it's a sex movie, 
I'm not going to be pissed off if there's sex in it, right? <laughs> you know, if I'm watching Showgirls and there's naked girls on the screen, I'll be like, what the heck? I didn't order this, but no. But yeah, if you're in the middle is. of Sesame Street, you don't want that popping up because it's right, something you're, exactly. you know, you shouldn't be seeing. You're not expecting to be seen. Right. right. So, I mean, like, I, I, like Fifth Element. Fifth Element's one of my favorites, you know, and it does have boobies in it, but it's, it, you know, that, that, it doesn't movie, have to be there, though. It doesn't I mean, have to be there, but it's not there. It's more there for comedic effect and. Uh, who doesn't like Mia Jovanich? So, put that way. <laughs> uh, I don't really care for her anymore. Nah. Blasphemy. Yeah, blasphemy. Uh, she's kind of a twat. The, for shame. Not, for shame. <laughs> don't but, get me wrong. She's a very attractive woman, but I don't know. She's pretty much really Yeah, Shane. And, Shane's getting old now. We know that his eyesight's going. She had, She's still, <laughs> like I said, she's still an attractive woman. So, so back on the video game thing, I I will agree that I could take it or leave it. But in a game like Cyberpunk, I think it's a plot point. You know, it, it's because it's the type of game it is. Uh, a game like we'll take an example. A game a game like Mass Effect or even the other Bioware games, uh, Dragon Age and stuff like that, because they have sex scenes in those games as well. I could I could take it or leave it. Honestly, I could it could fade to black as long as you know as long as the, you understand that that's happened because in my opinion it is a plot point because if i'm working to make a relationship with someone in the game like i'm like because remember when i play i'm an immersive player i'm like i like that player i want them to be my companion and when i say companion significant other or pair bonded or whatever the type of moniker the game is using to convey that you know you've made it when they let you in their pants. I mean, that's 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 the whole point of in most life and relationships. You know that you've made it with that person for the most part if you're trying to create a relationship. I'm going to talk about a one-night stand here because you know you've made it in a one-night stand when you get in their pants as well. But for the most part, when you're dating and you're thinking of like a serious relationship, you're putting work into it. And when you think they're putting work into the relationship too, when you get and when you have relations with that person, sexual relations with that person, you know that that it's it's at a point a real point at this point you know it's yeah. not like oh it's just a fling and we're two dates in and they could be seeing somebody else and you know whatever type stuff but as soon as you get into that sexual relationship you know it's kind of it's kind of a we're a deal now type thing yeah so i think video games can convey that too whether they cut to black or however they want to do it you know i'm fine with that i don't i don't have to see the scene All right you know, I, I, I agree too with that. And yeah. I, but what, the, my whole point is, is I don't have to see the whole thing. Like right. I don't want to see the whole thing. I it, it, for me, it's just a waste of time to see. The but whole you are thing. given the option to skip it. So <clears throat> right. Yeah, and I think they should all give you that option. I think that should be a mandatory right. thing to skip it or something like that. Like I don't mind the fade of black. If they want to do the fade of black thing. That's fine. Just but, no ten minutes of making out. Uh, first. Yeah, no 10 minutes of making out and stuff. It's just annoying. Like, uh, I get it. I get what they're getting to. I know where they're going. I know where this road leads. Let's just get through it and get over with it. Because uh, regardless if it plays into the story or not, for me, it's like, uh, for me personally, it's like, I I just don't, it, it, like I said earlier, if I want to see that stuff and I want to see the it to the, for, to the, the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle, I know where to find that. Right. Otherwise, let's move on and continue the story. So here's the, so here's what we all should have learned by this from now. We're in the we're in the 2020s now. 
when we were in 1995, it might have been a different story because we were all like 15 years old, 15 to 20 years old. Uh, you know, hormonal driven teens, we'd have been like, yeah, I want to see it because we didn't have access to mm. the internet for porn like we do now. But I would say in today's day and age, it's not necessarily needed, uh, or what I mean, not not even needed to that point. Just there is no, there is no reason for reasoning. It. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I I have reasoning and and reasons why I think it should be in at certain points, but just the gratuitous part on a game that's not a plot point. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, it's a plot point. It has to be in there because that's the dystopian portion of it. Um, but for the most part, I don't see it in most video games prevalent. I mean, when you think of The Witcher, especially like Witcher three. There's the Yennefer and Geralt scene. That's it. I mean, you know, there's maybe a little bit more nudity, but that's the sex scene. Uh, and in a Mass Effect, you do it when you mate with a, one of your companions. And the same thing with Dragon Age. So, I mean, it's not like video games are just out. Like, it's not like you're running around the whole video game unless it's a plot point. Because, I mean, technically in Cyberpunk 2077, you can run around the whole game naked if you wanted. <laughs> you know, people interact with you differently and stuff. But <laughs> And with the bugs, sometimes you do. Yeah, you don't even yeah. know it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think sex has gotten more prevalent or less prevalent in video games. I think the certain video games highlight it more than others, like Grand Theft Auto. It's Donner more and, detailed than it used yeah, to be by far. Exactly. Um, but you know, I I don't I don't need it in video games. And I I mean, maybe fifteen year old me would have said something different. Um, so that means I'm a couple of things. You know, it's going to happen. Right. <laughs> uh, eventually, with a video game, it's going to happen. On some game well, games. it's already yeah. happened. It's just not on console. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's going to get to that point, right? I mean, That's true. even with Cyberpunk, you know, with Cyberpunk, and like you guys have said, yeah, I mean, the the uh, areas of men and women are pretty prevalent in that game, and you know, mm-hmm. even during the sex scenes, it's pretty much besides penetration. That's the, you pretty much get the gist of everything else that's going on. Right. So. Um, you know, it's just going to get to that point eventually. I well, think. I mean, we, we, we talked about this too before the death nail for any video game is to get the, what's the A-O. word? AO. Yeah. Adult only. So, you know, if cyberpunk can't get an adult only rating, <laughs> the only thing that you're going to have to have is mass sex. I mean, you're going to have to just basically go all out and just be like the worst game, you know, not the worst game, but you know, it's just you, the whole game is. If you could run around cyberpunk nude the whole time and not get an AO rating and have sex with joy toys and all this stuff. Well, that's because then... they're extending that out, you know, they're extending right. that rating out. Right. Well, that but rating is going to be this AO is going to be like the most gratuitous. I mean, it's going to be like, you know, one dude in a jar. Type but here's thing. the thing is that they only. Dude, review... You had to bring up the jar. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm just trying to make a point here because the only you know, they only review video games and, and video game is an ex- is a kind of a weird genre because if you go on Steam, for example, you can download and buy all of these adult only type titles, but they're not rated or reviewed by the video game review, the ESRB. You notice that? Yeah. Like those dating sims and all that type of stuff that are all over like Steam and stuff like that. And then the game that we joked about, it's not even really game, but it's the, the doll thing that we were joking about. That's not an ESR because it's not, they're not classified as games. So that's how a lot of those, because they don't have adult only titles, but on PC, they're branded as nudity or sexual uh, things, but they're not rated by the ESRB because they're not, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's because they're not technically considered a video game uh, because all they are is just a, a, a sexualized encounter yeah. game where the whole but point of the to- game is. 
but you have to think about it this way. Look at it's also a cultural thing. Look at Japan. Look at uh, even England. Uh, the difference was between uh, how they how they per- perceive uh, uh, what is moral and what is not, what is right and what is wrong. Well, I mean, uh, you take anybody. Very for different. Well, yeah, I mean, we well, we'll just because we're in the middle of those two. Because Japan and China basically consider everything that's sexual a taboo. I mean, in in you know any of the stuff that we see, it's like really taboo to see that stuff. But if you go over but, to like Europe, and they but they Japan go Europe, is very very sexualized. But it's also very very censored. No, no, yes, yes. no. I mean, don't get me wrong. They have they have a very set censorship, but. I mean, they show breastuses all over TV. They their games, their yeah. games are all about sex, and they have a lot of uncensored stuff as no, no, well. No, 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 no. Japan and sex in video games is not uncensored for the most part. You need to look that stuff up again because that's mm. that's it's often pretty highly uh, censored over there. But what I was gonna say is, I was gonna point out that in the U.S. we sexualize uh, a breast, we sexualize boobs. But in like Japan and Europe and all that stuff, those are not considered sexual organs. <laughs> so they don't censor that stuff because they're not considered as sick. They're not as, you know, if we would call it, they're not, we're not as prude as we are in America where yeah. boobs are, you know, we have, we, have, um, we have people marching in the street to free the nipples so the women can run around topless and stuff like that. Because we view, as a country overall, as a whole, we view the female breast as a sexual organ and not uh, not something other than that. But in like Europe and all and and all other parts of the country, they don't view it that way. Um, but you know, sex in video games and sex in manga and stuff like that is highly censored in Japan. Just look at uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, because if you look at uh, some certain things on online, you will see that it's all blurred out. You know. And, and just yeah. so you know, so what I will tell you, I, I'll tell you one more thing. History. Just one more thing. Did you know that Last of Us 2 was censored in Japan? The sex yes, scene? it was. Okay. So that should tell you that they're a little bit more censored prude. In the US. Well, that's, that's because it was actually very, very gross, and nobody should have ever seen that. Listen, I mean, regardless of what your thoughts are on there, it's still a guy-on-a-girl action, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's to be determined. Uh, it doesn't matter what your <laughs> thoughts are, but I'm just saying, it's a guy-on-a-girl, and... And it doesn't matter if it was guy on guy, girl on girl, whatever the orientation is, Japan is a highly censored sexual culture. Like, you're not going to see penetration. You're not going to see sexual organs because they censor that stuff. That's what I'm saying. So, but, you know, you look at us when we have, in the U.S., when we have porn, nothing is censored. It's all out on the taking. People do whatever they want. There's things that are considered taboo and that you don't do. And that there's laws in the books, you know, for things like bestiality and stuff like that that's just... You know that that they're just put out there on the books, but if you go over like Europe, they run around shirtless for women, and it's no big deal because it's a non-sexual organ for them. But over here, we're like, if it's covered by clothes all the time, it's a sexual organ. I don't want to see your belly. I don't want to see this and that, and I don't want to see your butt. But you know, I saw time, your time, ankles. Right, or... time, exactly. And time, that's what I was going to say. Times change, and eventually, I feel that the U.S. will probably be on board with where women run on topless because it's just. It is what it is. There's always going to be perverts, and I guarantee if you go over to Europe, there's perverts over there when a woman runs around with her top off or whatever. There's guys just oogling it because there is something wired, and it goes back to that whole nature versus nurture thing. Uh, you know, are we are we as Americans, 
you know, uh, they consider like a TNA guy. Are you are you a boobs or butt guy? You know, and it's like I think it's because is that because of the way that we're brought up that those are considered taboo to see, or is it because of your brain is wired that way? I don't know because of where we live. I mean, I guess it would take a major study to go over to like Europe or Italy or these countries where that stuff's just not norm, and say, hey. How do you, you know, and look at the general population because you can't just take a census of like one or two, but take a census of like 30 some percent of the population and get a baseline and say, you know, ask them anonymously, what are boobs, are, are boobs sexual to you? Are breasts sexual to you, you know, and, and, you know, and stuff like that. And as much as the world um, pays for plastic surgery for boobs, I think it is still sexualized, even though that it's just out free in the market. I mean, go overseas they have a lot of nude beaches and we don't have that type of stuff over here you know it's just the way it beaches. is but not as prevalent as like if you go over to italy and you're no. shane's backyard yeah <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't yeah. want to see shane's backyard <laughs> but we're obviously... talking about my pool right <laughs> <laughs> but like i said i don't i i'm in agreement with you nick to some extent i don't need to see it as long as you tell me that it's you know as long as you're hinting that it's going on like bait and black or or skewing it of some kind i'm fine with that um, as long as the game portrays, as long as the game, yeah. it's not a plot point in the game like Cyberpunk. Russ, you've been really quiet, man. I mean, I was about to say the same thing. Russ, are you googling? No, I'm not. I'm just sitting here, <laughs> just listening to y'all go on. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it it, it went from um, a video game podcast to a societal podcast back to a video game. It was pretty interesting. I mean, I was just sitting there listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's. I think just to help everybody to help the audience and, and everything like really in actuality, all four of us kind of agree. It's, it's a slight oddity. Um, you know, if, if it, if it's not needed, if, if it's not pertaining to the storyline, then why have it? My only thing that I would add to anything is, is that I do sometimes believe that these things can minorly add to a storyline, i.e., you know, somebody coming back like you're coming back from a war let's say you have a story where you're coming back from the war and you know your your wife is is has been waiting for you so long and they do a little fade to black and then you know maybe you know a a robber comes in and it turns into a revenge type of game or something like that because they've murdered your family or something so there's sex and violence all in about 15 seconds but the point being is is that it 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 can add to a story sometimes and and kind of follow back on something that Patrick was saying, or actually, how about I pose a, 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 you know, propose a question to everybody real quick and just get, try to get some quick answers on this is that with cyberpunk, if you took out the toys and the hookers and the, all that stuff, does it take away from what the video game is? Yes, because what would you put in its yeah. place? What would you put in its place? What do you need? Why do you need the toy stuff in order to get through the video game? Because you're immersion in the dystopian society. Now, the dildo thing they obviously said was a misnomer. I mean, obviously they don't need to be dildos everywhere you turn, and that's how the game was, and it's fixed. I'm not, like I said, in two play sessions, I'm not running into one. So I'm I not mean, talking about that. I'm talking about the actual parts where you go off on the side stories to get these acts done you know where does that fall into the story of your character so my character's trying to get with judy so i got with judy that was what my character was trying to do <laughs> but I if mean, they that, took that off out would it would the game be less well yes because the relationship's not complete 
when so you, if there was no so Russell, you know nothing, the, if there the was no would, side companion, then they're not working towards a companionship thing. And that, but that's something they offer. They offer you a companion in the game to make it feel more complete. Like it doesn't matter who you are in life. Ninety percent of the population in the world wants to be with somebody. So well, I, I'm not. It, it's, I'm not saying that. I'm simply. But saying that's the point of the immersion in a video game. It's immersion in a video game. I want a video game as an immersion and extension well, of myself. That's so, your. That's your opinion in that. But in you that just asked that my opinion. Yeah. And I'm telling you my yeah. opinion. Yeah. That it and does I, take away from the game because, in my opinion, my chick wants to be with somebody or my right. dude wants to be with somebody, and I have the ability to choose because cho- choices. It, the illusion of choice is there. I could choose to be with this person or that person or these people. So yes, that does. Now the part where you get to make it with a joy toy, in my opinion, doesn't add anything to the story. It can be gone. You could see them on the street, but it doesn't mean you have to partake in them, you know, and that type of stuff. Um, and the, and also the sex scene with the, the blonde chick in the beginning, that doesn't add anything to the story besides going, yep, I can do it. And I did it, you know, so it doesn't take away or anything, but I think taking away the ads and the, the surrounding of it does take away from the, world of the video game because what else are they going to put up on the video game ads that because sex and money rules in any type of society like that sex and money rules if you got sex if you got money you got power if you got power you want sex you know it's all about pleasure in a dystopian society it's all about pleasure and instant gratification and money and sex offer those so what are you going to replace ads for alcohol that you sex because we have that in today's society it's just not as it's not as like in your face as the guy looking over the girl's butt in the advertisement in Cyberpunk or the girl licking the beer bottle like it's something else and it's shaped phallic, you know. We it's not that on the nose, but heck, Hardy's does a commercial with a girl getting a wet T-shirt on a car eating a cheeseburger. Now come on. I mean, well, by the way, the, the I question, went and got that. The question is only the question is only there to, to talk about the game. I'm not saying anything's right, no, wrong, no. or different within no, I'm that. Just saying I'm, that's I'm trying how to I... find out. I'm trying to find out what each person's view of those per, those particular parts are on the game, particularly this game since we've most recently played it. So that's well, that's just what I was curious about, and I, I'd like to right. hear from Nick and Shane too, just so I, I I understand. Do you believe those? You know, like Patrick was saying, like. He gave those three examples. He said, I think he, if I'm, my summary is correct, two out of the three particular scenes could have been left out, but there was the relational part of it could have been kept in. So what did you other two feel? Well, in my opinion, I, I'm going to fully agree with Pat. Um, a game like Cyberpunk, if you remove that out, it's, it is removing a portion of the game. Now, a game like... Um, God of War, you know, we talked about earlier, the sex scene. Um, it was completely unneeded. Uh, it was just a, a gimmick. Uh, I don't believe it was had any bearing of story or character or gameplay. Um, and that could have been taken out. You know what? Nobody would have really cared. The game lived on by its merits alone. Now, a game like Cyberpunk, though, it is a, it is a part of the game. I mean, it, I mean, from the, you know, from the deepest part of it, it's not something that's, you know, granted, I don't know. I don't know how to truly feel about uh, how far they went with it, but with what they have done, it is, it is part of the DNA of the game. And if you remove part of that, it's like removing a, you know, a hand, you're missing, you're missing a part of what's meant to be for the overall story. 
and, and, you know, that's that's the way I see it. And Nick? Um, yeah, we, I mean, with Cyberpunk as it is now, and as it is portrayed now, and as the dystopian future is reflective in the game, yes, I think that part, all that, all those parts uh, need to be there. And, and that's because that's just the setup for the game and the setup for the society and the world that they're in, right? Um, let's say Cyberpunk um, wasn't a old franchise because it is an old pen and paper and this kind of stuff has been established and let's say it's a brand new thing could they have gone with something different yeah i think they could have and it could they have added something else or or changed those aspects of the game yeah they could have right because they have a, a clean slate now as far as this game like i said this is a game that's old uh, the game's not old, but the, the, the idea, the Cyberpunk 2077 is an old pen and paper game and, and the franchise and the world and various things have this have been established for years now. So that is already set in stone, right? And so they kind of go with it. But if it was something brand new, they could have gone with anything. It doesn't need to have that. No, it doesn't. I mean, they could add anything in there um, that could become a currency or something like that in this in this dystopian future that they're projecting in the game um as far as sleeping with your um the people that you meet and stuff like that um <laughs> yeah i agree with patrick in the sense in the sense that yeah i want to get with judy or i want to get with whatever and this is because i know i can the game but if that wasn't an a an a, 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 a a, a uh, something that you could do in the game, right? Or an idea within the game. Uh, what I hoped or expected that it should have been, not necessarily. Like, right? They could have had the side stories and everything without that part. And uh, if that wasn't put out in the beginning, like this game was, you know, portrayed in that in that sense, um, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have given it a second thought. Um, that oh yeah oh I could oh man I just wish they would have added that right that wouldn't have probably more than likely wouldn't have never came to mind I this wouldn't game have needs more booty for Judy well, so <laughs> I'm just gonna interrupt real quick so Nick you don't you don't you don't think about romance options in a game when you're playing because like I said it's probably just me but I'm an immersive gamer I want to immerse the game as if it was me playing the game so nope. like in in a story based game I'm like is there romance hey. options in here. A game like Mass Effect, yeah. I, I, even for Mass Effect, I, just because of the fact that I know they're there, yes. If, if they weren't there, I would not give two craps about the fact that they weren't. I don't look for that in the game. I don't care about romance options. You know, if you want to have a compelling side story and stuff, I don't care about, like, in the end, I'm going to be able to hit that, right? I don't care about that part. So it's about love. It, no, it's not about love. It's not about any of that, right? It's about finishing the story up, right? Um, because it's even the the romance part is kind of stupid in in a sense where you're not you're building a relationship through helping them take down a corporation and crap. 
I mean, it's just stupid how that relationship builds. It's like, oh, well, we're going to get, oh, you know, I mean, in the sense of cyberpunk, it's like you just meet this person all of, all of a sudden out of nowhere. You're best friends and you're the bestest friends ever. And now you want to sleep together. And it's just like it's so superficial. Nick, and so, you just explained the relationship in 70 percent of the world. I dude, do I not realize friend. that. Well, I mean, do you not realize yeah. how you just explained that because Internet dating has made that the norm. Yeah, I don't know this dating. person, and guess what? We're going to go out on a date, and we're best of friends. So I, 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 I disagree with you on this one, because I honestly think that in an immersive-type game, no, I play I, the game as myself, and, and I'm like, you know, okay. In an immersive-type game, I don't care about that part. Like, I don't care about the sex and stuff. It's all about the game. Well, I'm not talking and, about the sex and stuff, but I'm talking about building the relationship. I don't care about building a relationship. Like, if I'm going to do that in real life, that's tough enough. I don't give a crap about having to play a game and just trying to make sure I send flowers and give them card. Yeah, on, but in uh, real life, you don't get coins. <laughs> yeah, you don't get currency for that. No, it, it's it's all superficial in that sense. It's it's just it's a sped-up timeline of stupid events that happen to make you fall in love superficially I don't know you. with this other person. Why do you play games? Yeah. Why do you even play games? I don't, yeah. I don't play games anymore. for that part. I don't Rush, play games that have sex you with just, You just basically... <laughs> you basically just said a whole bunch of crap about this and that. It's sped up timelines and you don't care about that. I'm like, a video game in anything is a sped up timeline. A it video is, game but is... like... <laughs> I'd rather have a sped up timeline where we... 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 we, we you know what? Progress you the storyline. Right now, we progress the storyline. Not where we progress whether or not me and you're going to bump uglies. That part I don't care about. I, if we're going to progress our friendship in a storyline and become closer as we go through these things, fine. But if we're if our end goal is so that we can have sex on Saturday night on the 23rd of whatever because we've done all these things together, then I don't give a crap about that part. We can move on from that. I don't care. Like, my care point about that part is zero. I don't care about that. So, in a sense of, like, uh, cyberpunk, yeah, I want to get with Judy and Banger because I know I can because it's a part of the game. If it wasn't a part of the game, would I think, oh, man, I wish that would happen? No, I don't. And I don't care that that would happen. And I wouldn't even think thinking, man, I wish they would have added that in. That's the whole point I'm making. Like, if that wasn't there, let's say Cyberpunk came out and said, you can't bang any of your companions. Would I be like, oh, man, well, that, well, man, that really just throws me out of the gate for that. No, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, okay, I, who gives a crap about banging your companions? Let's just, you know, move on with the story. Well, it's not about banging companions. It's about making yeah. a relationship. It's about it's about a story. But it's not making a. It's not about making a sex relationship. You know. I mean, that's it's that's, about making a relationship. Like you're right. not even necessarily talking about sexual. It's just like you know, in in any relationship. Right. But I mean, the way you were putting it out there was making a relationship. It was almost like making a relationship for an end goal, whereas mine is just making a relationship, right? I can be in a relationship with Judy, and we could be friends, but we don't have to bump uglies at the end, right? I, and I'm only going towards that because I know I can, All right. <laughs> not because All right. so I hold on. want to. So the relationship you're in right now, you don't need pooty poo. You're just good with being buddies, watching well, movies. Nick doesn't no, immerse that's, himself that's, in games. That's, like that's that. different, though. That's different, though. 
Shane. Oh, it's a that's goal. Life, that's real life, life is life. Life is life. Well, that's it's not real a game. life. Is a video game. Yeah, yeah. life, life is, is not a video, video game. game. No, it is. It is. <laughs> a video game is a mimic it of is. life. It's no. an extension of. It's an escape from life. No, seriously, people made video games called Second Life as an escape from life because they wanted things to do in in video games that they couldn't do in real life. Well, yeah. I mean, there are some gamers that are like that, and 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 that's that's fine. But, but I think the the I think actually you and 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 Nick are just like quibbling over like the definition of a word. Basically, it it if it if it wasn't for the this particular from what I'm hearing, and, and actually as we were discussing this, I'm kind of researching and cheating a little bit through cyberpunk and reading and understanding some things. I can see where Judy's storyline can can interact and play within what the story of the game is. And you're right, Patrick. I was put off by the amount of of uh, manual sexual devices in the beginning of the game. But that's and and that's really not. It's not the end all of end all, and actually the advertisements. I actually like the advertisements. That's hilarious. I I love that kind of thing, but it was just a lot of the dialogue, a lot of um, and and then the multiple ways of of um, satisfying yourself within the game. If like half of those or 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 three quarters of those were gone, um. I don't think it affects the story. I, I think, yeah, if you take Judy out or if you take maybe another person out of the story, maybe it affects it a little bit in intrigue and stuff like that. But in the end, in the end, it's just the gratuity, the the force feeding of it that I think for me sometimes will put me off on a game. Um and I know it's, I know the whole thought, it's a dystopia, it's, it's, I get that, but it also sometimes feels a little force-fed, uh, like I was giving the example of, of the shows earlier, for, for me, and that's just my personality, and, and opinions are like, you know what, they all stink. Well, I, I'm not disagreeing with the fact that it's force-fed, but they've built it in to be part of the story, a part of the lore, part of the game, uh, I mean, if they would have took all the sexualized uh, stuff out and replaced it with, uh, you know, anything else and made that a part of the game, I wouldn't have noticed. I, I wouldn't have cared either because that wasn't that was the game they made. But this is the game they made. And what they've done is they've designed it to be a part of the game, a part of the story, a part of the lore. So if you took that out, just simply taking it out. Yeah. You're you're breaking you're 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 removing the game. You're breaking part of it. Well, relationships that game is games, broken enough. Relationships and games aren't aren't new. I mean, I enjoy a lot of them too. Um, uh, what was it? MMO, Star Wars, uh, Old Republic. Uh, you could romance your certain um, characters within that game. Uh, Mass Effect. I mean, those, those some of those lines are are interesting. They're fun. They're they're basic Yakuza. I mean, you build up your friendships with your teammates and you get to do uh, more powerful attacks. So there's a point in doing that in that in a sense. So, you know, well, I'm Yakuza not has sex in it as well, but it fades it, to black. Yeah, and it fades to black. But also, you know, th that wasn't one part that I went straight after. It was like I found out, oh, by the way, you get a super, you know, 
you get a combo with that person if you get to a certain level. And so I'm bonding because of that. And, you know, that's, that's how I looked at that, at that stuff there. But when it comes to, I just, I just, my whole basis of that question was how much of the game would it really take away if they brought some of that out, if they pulled back just a little bit, but you know, and, and each person has their own opinion and that's fantastic. I mean, thank God we can sit here and, and, and debate that that's, that's awesome. But I just think that that game there, I love dystopias. I, I, I get all that. I love the ads. I love all that. But you know, the other stuff, I, I don't know if I, if I need to be spoon fed it necessarily to enjoy a game. No, I, I understand what you're saying. You, you, in your mind, it feels like it's something that's a, an unnecessary and unneeded thing, which I honestly could not disagree with you. Uh, but it's also the fact that the game is, it is a central part of the game. It is a, you know, it is a building block of the game. And so it's, you know, I agree with you that it is definitely uh, pushed out there, pushed upon and, and just designed to, you know, be there for the sake of being there. But uh, yeah. I think you I mean, can, I, I think you can have that game and not have the sex only if it was designed so. Right, and I, I agree. And I think a lot of games also, though, my point is, is a lot of games add these things in there for, like Russ said, just to be spoon-fed in and just be put in there. And, and it's not necessarily games in general. It's it's a lot of media, right? Yeah. They put these particular things in there, sex scenes and, and those types of things, uh, just for the... I don't know necessarily shock value, but just spoon fed or just like, oh, well, this completes the relationship. You know, you can have a lot of relationships in your life and a lot of them don't have to be sex oriented. Right. Um, cyberpunk, I understand with the future they have. But again, like I said, if that wasn't the future, let's say they had a clean slate and they didn't add any of that in there. Unless you couldn't have sex within your companions, would you be? depressed because of that would you be saddened because you couldn't bang judy i mean really <laughs> i mean i mean if that's your fulfillment in the game then you, you know you're missing the whole well, point of the game itself it's well, not that's, to, but that's the point i'm making it's part it doesn't of the mean game you have now. to bang the person you're building a relationship with right i mean and that's the end point you're trying to get at is like oh i'm trying to get there so i can bang them that's the whole point it's not to build this like oh we now we have a strong bond no, don't give me that crap. It's just to get there so you can bang that individual. And that's what you're trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do in the game, right? I don't agree but with that But that was, uh, if that I, wasn't I there, there... Yeah, I don't agree with you at all, Nick, and you're twisting it. No, no. Yeah, you're no. twisting it. You, are twisting you can it. be friends with Judy and have a strong relationship, but you don't have to bump, bump uglies in order to prove that that relationship is the strongest of ever. Right. So where they, you, you guys are inseparable, uh, there are best friends in this life that we have that those two individuals could be inseparable from one another, but they don't have to be banging in the bedroom at night. But you're uh, twisting it. You are it twisting it. Me. How am I twisting it? I don't see. I'm because twisting. that's not the point that I made, but that's the point that you're twisting. What, what's the point you made? The point that I was saying was <laughs> that you are trying to have a relationship with Judy. You want to get with Judy to have a relationship with Judy. Yes, because you can. Not because you're not playing the game. 
the V, the main as the main protagonist of the game, is not doing things for Judy just to have a sexual relationship with her. No, she's not. But that's how you're making it sound. The the point I think Patrick is really trying to make is it's a completionist type of th- a thought. You, you you want to complete the relationship with Judy. That's it's really not necessarily going in to go get banged, as as we are so elegantly putting it. It's it's more of like for a gamer like Patrick in a sense. He number one, he, as he said before, it's immersion. So that's the first part of it. But the second part of it too, as we all know, Patrick is a completionist. So if he knows that there are steps A, B, and C, and D, and whatever, no pun intended there, towards towards the end of it, he's going to follow that path and get through there, along with the immersion portion of it. So it's not necessarily, for us, for me, I can sit there and look at Patrick and I can say, for me, it's not an important part. That doesn't mean it's not an important part to him because he wants to finish through that, and it actually builds his story and his um, his journey through that game. Um, I, I think, I think, I think the compo- components are there where you guys are disagreeing on something that is a game style versus a virtue or a morality thing. I think you guys cracked me the hell up because before we started this, I think some of us were like, uh, we ain't really going to have that much to say. Uh, yeah, right. Um, but Russ, I think you're right with what you're saying, Russell, uh, Pat's saying, uh, and Nick, I think you are kind of twisting that around a bit of what he's trying to actually get at, but that's cause I don't think you quite grasp what he's Yeah. Cause really Nick says makes it sound like it. I'm just out trying to bang the chick and bang her. And that's not what I'm trying yeah. to do in the game. And uh, you know, if it cuts to black, that's fine. I don't care about that. It's just that the whole thing is, is that I want, I want Judy to be my companion. If the game, if your romantic companion, the rest of the companion is cool. The problem is the problem with this game too, is that I will say is that it doesn't let you choose. And what I mean by that is there's no choose of free will. If you're, you're stuck, you know, in one way or the other. And what I mean by that is my, in my opinion, I side and would like to get with Pan Am. I would like Pan Am to be the, the, the girl that my, my character, uh, meshes with but you know what the game is locked that out because pan am will not get with my character and so you know it's just like real life it's you know when you were younger you had a crush on the the whatever person at your school or whatever but they were out of your league in this case pan am is out of my league and she doesn't want to be with that so it's just one of those things where it's like okay as me as a completionist and as as russ said completion but also as me as an immersive player i'm like i want to run the story through the end and the end of that story just happens to be because you can decide, parents. you can decide that you don't want to be in a relationship with Judy and just say, "I think this is a bad idea," and nothing happens. Um, I will tell you that it changes the end of the game, depending on whether you end up by yourself or with somebody else. It changes the end of the game a little bit, you know, and and that's part of why I do it because I'm like it changes the story because a video game for me is a it's a is a is a um, uh, choose your own adventure is what it is. I mean, when you read books, you know, you cannot help but to imagine the world that's in the book because it's not visually represented for you. But in a video game, everything is visually represented and, and given to you. So I, my goal is not to bang Judy. It's to have a relationship with Judy. 
you know, but that happens to be the way the game chooses to end the basically say that you have ended that storyline with Judy. You either decide to have a relationship with her and as, as part of having that relationship with her, you guys have sex. You can decide, I don't want to have a relationship with you. And that's how it ends it. You know what? Let's just all agree. Judy's a hoe. She's pretty hard to get her to give it up. So. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I think we all pretty much agree on uh, on the overall um, concepts of, of when sex and violence is appropriate or needed, uh, which, you know, a uh, war game, it's needed. A game like Mass Effect, I can see how it's needed. Uh, games like uh, uh, Cyberpunk... That's kind of on the cusp of needed or not. Uh, it all depends on how the game is designed overall. If the game is designed for relationships, uh, bondings, and things like that, yeah, sex can be can be utilized in a in a in a respectful way, in a needed way. But now, I, you know, like I said, I'll agree with Nick that there's just too much. You don't need to show it. There's no point in showing it. But that's probably just our age. But if we were younger, we'd say show it. (laughs) And I was going to make that point as well. Get off my lawn. We are at at that age where we have children. We have relationships. Uh, We've we've been through the pervy stages in our lives, and we really don't need it again. We really don't want it again. Well, Russ is still going through his. But... I don't know. I think uh, I think overall, though, we we all agree on the simple concepts of when it is and when it is not needed. Anybody else have anything to add to it? I guess that calls it. So <laughs> yeah. that horse is dead. I, it's brutalized. Well, I, I think Rush, you destroyed some relationships with that question. <laughs> no, no, it's it. It was just a thought that as I'm listening, I mean, I know I I know I get quiet sometimes in podcasts, but because I'm listening to you guys intently, um, you know, I, maybe I should start listening to the podcast afterwards instead of during. But I, I do. I listen to them and I listen to every, what everybody says, and and um, it's just very interesting how our all of our perspectives are because uh, uh, you know we we are kind of all at the same stages of our lives. I mean, I think for me, having no children in the house gives me a different perspective. And then you guys still having children in your, in your house has a different perspective because I definitely didn't raise my child in this age of technology. Yes, we had technology when Isabel was growing up, but not to the extent that it is here now uh, and the level of it where it is now. And so it's just an interesting perspective to listen to everybody discuss it. And then I just like to initiate thought with those questions and and it was just i don't know it just it, it was great I, I i appreciated the conversation i hope everybody else did and i hope I, our listeners did too well all i know is russ pat and nick will never talk to each other again judy killed them <laughs> damn it judy damn, damn you judy with your fine little booty she was mine first and now nick's going after <laughs> Judy's how Judy man, she gets around. She does. She likes girl. those rain dances. Well, um, I guess that kind of ends it for us. Thanks you, thank you, Judy. 
Um, and thank you, everybody, for coming and listening to our podcast. Have a great day.